live. You're live. <sighs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the St. Cheese Podcast. We're back at it again. Season two! Yeah. We took a break for like a couple months. So. It was like a solid two months. We decided that we'll just make it seasons. <laughs> <laughs> So twelve episodes. Season 14. two coming at ya. <laughs> okay. So well let me get I this haven't one. done this for a minute. God damn. I know bro. It's been a while. You fucking almost died. Yeah. I was dancing with Miss Rona for a little bit there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. I-, I thought you got tested. I did, but it didn't even say yes or no. <laughs> Dude, all I know is you were fucking Count Dracula for eight days. Dude. I saw you, like, all of twice. Yeah, just because he went into my room. <laughs> yeah. I would hear you, like, a ghost dude going through the fucking, to the bathroom. It was bad. Going back to your room. Yeah, it was bad. So, yeah, anyone that doesn't know, I got super sick there. I was pretty much told by, like, basically, like, three different nurses that I had COVID. Because, like, yeah, it was bad. <clears throat> I went to one clinic, told them everything that was going on, and they're like, yeah, we're going to send you to get, like, a free COVID test because ours is expensive, but you literally have, like, every symptom of COVID. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And, like, my sister said it. They all said it at that clinic and everything. I took the first test. It came back inconclusive, but it said I had a virus. And oh. then the second one, it was already when I was starting to feel better. That one came back negative. So, mm-hmm. it was weird. But yeah, I was, I was on the ropes for a little bit there. Yeah, you left and yeah. he was gone, dude. You know you're sick when you have to go to your parents for a fucking week. <laughs> you lost a lot of weight, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from, like, because I didn't, I had no appetite and I lost my taste. That was almost worse than being sick, was losing my taste. Dude. Did you get it back officially? It's, like, not, like, fully, fully back, but, like, I can taste shit now. <laughs> but, like, dude, oh, my God. You were raging. Dude, I was. Uh, so, like, one of, like, the last days I was at my parents' house, my dad and I went and got uh, chicken wings. And it was the most disappointing meal of my life. Because I couldn't taste a damn thing. Like, Everything was like when you chew gum and it loses its flavor and you're just chewing on the rubbery fucking... That's what everything was like. It was so frustrating, dude. Fuck that. It was so bad. And then like about a week or so after I was sick, like it was just barely starting to come back to where I'd have to like... If I made something to eat, I had to season the shit out of it to taste it. <laughs> now I can taste most stuff, but... Just fucked out of garlic dude dude yeah you should have seen like the seasoning i was putting on the chicken and stuff just a layer <laughs> but yeah no that was that I'm was an experience think of how long ago that was that you like came in so much shit's like gone on since we stopped podcasting dude almost posted like i talked a lot of shit about covid for someone who got their ass smoked by it you were fucked up yeah that's a good time yeah, I lost like 11 pounds that week. That yeah. week. I was fucked up just in other manners. I boozed pretty hard for a while. We're all a little fucked up in this house. Yeah. Oh, and we got a cheers to the fucking fallen comrades. Oh. Lexi and Yuki moved out. Love you, miss you. I would pour one out for you, but 
new room, new carpet, who dis? If you can't tell by the new setup. Yeah, we mo- I moved into the master bedroom so we have more room for podcasting. So mm-hmm. A lot more spacious. And we got our new boy, Kenny G. Yeah. Kenny G! Kenny G! He's a, somewhere. He, I think he ordered KFC. He's downstairs. Ooh. But, the Colonel. Yeah, we, he's... He moved in here, what? A few days ago. Yeah, I think like Monday. Maybe Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Because Sunday. that was when I was tripping on mushrooms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sat- no, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. It was Saturday. That's when you were tripping on mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Dude, that was, that was a good time. I wasn't feeling that shit. For the longest time until we started taking a fuck ton of them and then i was like okay <laughs> this is working dude you were laughing your ass off that sh- that shit that people didn't even say what do you mean so someone said something to kenny and you thought they called him kendall and you laughed your <laughs> ass off remember you laughed your ass off for like 10 minutes like hysterically couldn't breathe or dying and we're like where did you get Kendall from? Dude, I called Wade Sabretooth. Yeah, and then you were calling him Sabretooth <laughs> and you were dying. Crying. <laughs> Dude, what really got me was the mushroom memories or whatever they call it. Like, I just oh. felt, like, exaggeratedly drunk. And I was just vibing, having fun. But then when Kenny started telling stories, dude, I was like, fucking time traveling machine. I was fucking there, like, back. And it was fucking wild. That's the first time I've done mushrooms in fucking probably six years, seven. I've only done them once, and it was just like, I don't remember if it was like just a stamina cap or if it was two. And it wasn't even like I was tripping or anything, but everything was just like enhanced, like colors and shit. We were driving around. I still didn't even like hallucinate or anything, like none of that bullshit. We were just driving around, and shit was brighter, and like... I was. I remember drinking a Dr. Pepper, and I was like, "I can taste all twenty-three flavors in this Dr. Pepper. I like, can taste it so good." Is that oregano? I was like, "Damn, this thing is it." <laughs> oh shit, dude, that was funny. What else has been new, dude? Oh, fuck, just been working. We got a lot to just fucking bullshit about. I know. We gotta get back into it. I know. It's been a minute. When? I know, I feel rusty. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't done this in a minute. We haven't even seen you with a shaved head. Ooh, I shaved the mop, bro. It's fucking gone. Lettuce season is over. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that was another thing that, like, when I was sick, because I would wake up, and I'd just be in, like, a cold sweat. That's not normal. And, no, like, I'd be, like, soaked. And like the first two nights I went down to my parents, like literally it felt like I woke up and it seemed like I had just gotten out of the shower. Like that's how sweaty I was. Mm. And I remember like my hair was just like all over and it was just like super wet. And I'm like, I need to cut this shit because this is gross right now. <laughs> and I had like a, a big ass fan blowing on me too and I was still sweating that much. Fuck that. No, I had a fever of like 102. It was nice. And then that's when, yeah, I had you cut my hair. He chopped it all off. Yeah. What have you been up to? I don't know what I've been up to, dude. <laughs> it's all just a fucking blur. 
I got to a point where I was training so much that it was just like mentally wearing me down. Mm -hmm. So I had to take a like almost a solid week off of training. It was just like just nonstop every single day, training, lifting, working over and over and over again. My body just wasn't recuperating. And my back was really fucked up for a while, a good bit. You saw me when I was waking up and like, I couldn't even fucking move. Mm -hmm. I've never, like, I've called in work twice since I've been there. And one time I was like explosively like vomiting and I can't remember what the other time was. But I rarely call in and I like had to call in because my fucking back was so bad. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even like get out of bed. So I started going to the chiropractor twice a week. I was going to say, did you go to the chiropractor? Yeah. I've been going for like two times a week for like over a month. And just like last Tuesday, he set me back down to once a week. So I had like a rare condition because most people, when they work out too much or like do too much work or anything, they compress their spine, mm -hmm. which I compress my spine a little too, but my lower back... I think it's because I like invert so much for leg locks and jujitsu and everything. I actually started twisting it in different directions. Hmm. So like my upper back was going in one direction and my lower spine was going in another direction. So he was calling it like sp spine spirification or something. Hmm. He said not a lot of people get it, but that's why my back has been like fucking excruciatingly in pain. Is because it's like the nerve endings they're all just like going through your spine and i was twisting them and i was stretching them farther than they mm -hmm. they're used to being so that's what was has been like fucking me up so bad and my feet were like an inch and a half apart so like when you line your feet up they're supposed to be like fucking level or like sometimes mm -hmm. like normal people it's like a little off right mine was like legit like an inch and a half off mm. on one side so he just cleared me last week to go in once a week just for like maintenance and keeping it up but i'm gonna keep going once a week for sure because it's it's been a lifesaver for me yeah my pain went from like a fucking eight to like a two so i still wake up and it hurts but once i start moving for the day it's not too bad yeah. now i'm just fucking doing everything i can and fedex is driving me crazy so i'm actively looking for a job right now if y'all got anything hit him up yeah Denver area, give me a good job, dude. I'll do whatever. Just don't hurt my back. What about that? <laughs> what about that desk job you're talking about? I'm still in the process of working on that. I got a quality control agent job for a sales company, and I completely bullshitted my whole resume because the dude <laughs> who's hiring me is a homie. Yeah, and he's the one doing the interview and everything. He's like, oh, he's even doing the interview. Yeah. She's like, I know you have no experience in any of this, but I'm your trainer, so I'm going ahead and <laughs> yeah. we'll get you this job. So Seriously. I'm waiting for that one. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. But it gets off at three every day. Because that's the thing that's been pissing me off the most about FedEx is uh, I don't mind like my back hurting or like working hard. I'll get through that, but they've just been gradually giving me more and more stops like every single fucking day to where I'm not even making my kids' classes anymore. No. Like... When I got hired on, I told them I needed to be off by four so I could go teach kids classes. And now, three to five days a week, I'm getting off at like 
5, 5.30. So I'm, like, missing all my kids' classes. Right. And it's just driving me fucking crazy, dude. Because I miss teaching kids' classes, and I feel like I'm letting my sensei and my other assistant coach co, co down. Like, I don't want them to think I'm being fucking lazy, dude. I'm just working my dick into the dirt. And then I get done working and go straight to the gym every fucking night. Mm-hmm. It wears you down, dude. You're getting burnt out. Gotta get something new. Gotta switch it up. So yeah. that's currently what I'm doing. I bet FedEx, dude. Fuck that. It's not fun, dude. I worked as a package handler for FedEx. That shit was fun, right? Yeah. It's not fun when you fucking... When you're already, like, beat to shit, dude. And then you wake up and you come into work. And there's just so many <laughs> fucking, like... 140 pound packages that can't even fit in your truck they're just like all outside the outside of the truck and you're just fucking staring at them like i fucking hate my life (laughs) and also fedex the package handlers have been fucking lacking because so many people have been quitting this shit that usually pre-covid like normal we would get done with uh the sort at like 8 8 30 mm-hmm. and we could get out of there and start doing our route they're literally not getting done with the sort until like 10 every single day so that's like an hour and a half behind that we're already yeah. just like we have to just sit around and wait for them to fucking bring us the packages and it's fucking driving me crazy dude like i used to get into work at like 6 37 now i don't even go to work till like fucking 8 30 i just chill yeah it's not fucking worth it because i know the belt's gonna be on every single day so that's where I've been. Now my dad calls me. Not the best of places. El Zorro Blanco. El Zorro Blanco. Put him on speaker, dude. Or not. I would, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucker. Craig's my man. He was my football coach back in the God day. damn. He wants to talk to us, dude. He's calling back to back. I wonder if they're flooding. <laughs> Hello? Not even speaker, dude. Whatever. Missed it. So yeah, haven't been in the best of uh moods lately, but we're mm. working through it. Mm. You know? Yeah. But where one section of your life lacks, another section gains. My uh fucking Tinderella score has been on fire lately. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, tenders. you win some, you lose some. The chicken tendies are biting. <laughs> the that's all I can say, bro. <laughs> so, that's been fun. I've had a solid couple weeks with that. But, even that New gets old too, sometimes. So. Not too many have yep. got the new room. New territory. Yeah. Lots of new places. We got a couch. Yeah. I'm about to do a lot of nasty things on this. Yeah. I got a podcast on this bitch, bro. That's just for everybody to know. At dude. least keep the fluids on your side. No promises. <laughs> Am I going to sit on this side every single time? I think we're just going to start switching places every time now. <laughs> I'm going to start sitting on your office chair before too long. <laughs> I ain't even sure you don't mind. Don't speak your mind. I could see you getting freaky on the office chair. 
Shoot, I found out a couple on the desk. That's always a hassle, though, because they knock everything over, and then you got to fucking reorganize it. So In the other room, too? Yeah. It's just all condensed. Oh, yeah. And then that was when, like, my uh, display case for all my shit was, like, right next to my desk. Yeah. So it would That's start rocking, and it would fucking knock all my, like, Pikachus and shit, and I would get so mad. <laughs> you know? God damn it. <laughs> it's so limited edition! <laughs> you know? So... I got upset about that. That's what so. you would yell about when I was there. <laughs> Mostly league. Mostly league. <laughs> yeah, I can always tell when you're raging at league. There's a different type of anger there. Dude, nothing makes my anger rage with the intensity of a thousand white hot suns like League of Legends. Mm. I know. I haven't been playing it lately. I played one game yesterday. No. And won one. I won one game. <laughs> you got off. And I fucking logged out, dude. I was like, that's it. That was a good fucking comeback. I've done that before. Like on Rocket League. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, all right, I just won like one or two. Yeah. I think I'll play like... Got my fill. I won't even say I'll play until like fucking one win. Because I could fucking get on and lose like four in a row, you know? Mm-hmm. But... I'll play like one or two games from now on and then just log out, you know? Yeah. That game brings me like more stress than everything else on the planet combined. Usually if I played Rocket League, like it wasn't necessarily Rocket League where I would just like freak out. It was always Madden. You were bad with Madden. Madden was, yeah. Didn't you like personally ban yourself from Madden? Yeah. Like you just... Yeah, because I broke my other, my last TV that I had. <laughs> When you sent me that Snapchat story that said two years ago on this day, and it was just you panning up from the floor to your screen. Sarah McLaughlin Uh, playing. Dude. That was fucking terrible. You were so fucking beside yourself. You were like speechless when I came down. Yeah, I was just staring at the TV. What's up, dude? You're like, I just broke my TV. I was just pointing at it. It was all webbed out on the bottom. And I shit you not, that was like, that was like within two weeks that Derek broke his TV, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was the same month, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Derek's was a fucking freak accident that I've never seen. Like, he slammed his controller on the ground, which I'm not condoning that either. But he slammed his controller on the ground playing Apex because he got so long mad. And the fucking battery pack flew off, and the battery pack hit the TV, and he had one of those fucking curved, mm-hmm. nice-ass 4K TVs. That's almost exactly how I did it, except the whole controller went. Yeah. So I was, like, pissed. I was sitting down, and I spiked it over here, and my remote landed over there, and I was like, the physics of that don't make any sense. <laughs> like, I slammed it on my left. How did it go to the right? <laughs> And I was like looking up, I'm like, fuck, did I put a hole in the ceiling or something? I was looking all around, then I looked down and my TV's just shattered. I was like, oh, I can't play this anymore. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I stopped playing Madden. I think I broke one PS2 controller back in the day and that, that was enough for me. I got set straight on that. Well, see, and what I started doing, because, yeah, I would start slamming controllers. I would keep an old broken one with me. <laughs> So when I got pissed, I would throw the broken one and not the one that worked. See, kiddos? (laughs) 
You always gotta have something lined. Modern up. problems require <laughs> modern solutions. Yeah, and that thing actually cut me a couple times because it was so like broken and jagged. Like I slammed it, and it would. I had to. I had to grab it a certain way after a little bit. Dude, you don't know how many times I've wanted to just put my fist through that fucking computer screen, dude. <laughs> like I've been like staring at it, like literally rearing back to like fucking punch it. I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need that. Plus, I don't need the fucking embarrassment of explaining that to anybody. What yeah, happened? I got mad just, at League and I just fucking punched my screen as hard as I could. Because <laughs> I know that thing's super thin, dude. I know yeah. I'd go right through that fucker. <laughs> or just fucking the whole thing would just launch. Didn't your last computer you got pissed at League and just tossed it out the window or some shit? Oh, that was a laptop, yeah. And that was a thing, really. I wish I... That was the last time I, like, really raged and, like, broke something. Of my own, like... Not, like, in the heat of the moment where, like, you just do something and you're like, fuck, dude. Like, I literally, like, calmly shut my laptop, stood up, ripped the fucking mouse out of the side, walked all the way across the living room, opened my window. That was when we were on, like, the fifth floor of an apartment building and just fucking frisbee my laptop out the fucking fifth floor window dude if i would have seen that i would have died laughing that that was when i took like a four-year break from league that was like that was too much so you got this computer yeah but i don't i i had a fucking bad addiction to league back then i would play that shit for like eight hours on end like every single day i would get home from fucking work and i would just play league until like two in the morning like every single day Fucking broke up with my girlfriend, didn't even notice she, like, fucking moved all her shit out. Just kept playing League. <laughs> for, like, fuck. <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was bad. That was, like, that was not one of my proudest moments in my life. I was definitely in a fucking hole. But Greeley was a shithole, so there's nothing to do up there, you know? Yeah. Unless you know, like we do now, just go to the box or whatever the place was called. Yeah, the penalty box. Yeah, this is dope. <laughs> I had some good times there. <laughs> yeah, you did. And in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I don't think that story needs to be told. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few we got to leave off of. You know, it's to protect them, not us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I got some good ones I've been wanting to, like, throw down on here, but I'm like, is it fucking worth it? Yeah. Yeah. For our 48 viewers. I don't even know how many subscribers we have now. We probably lost a few. Yeah. Well, I've had a few people asking, when are we going to make another episode? Me too. Here we are. We had a hot minute. Well, not a hot minute. We had a hot group of them drop off for the sex episode. Yeah. That shit was pretty funny. Yeah, that was funny as shit. We lost like eight subscribers that day. Dude, you and I were just dying when we found out. <laughs> like, we dropped that episode never down like eight subscribers. <laughs> yeah, those are the fucking yuppies who don't like butt plugs, dude. <laughs> I don't think there's many yuppies that don't like butt plugs, but... We're, we're weeding fair. them out. We're weeding them That's out. That's fair. 
Oh, good God. What else happened while we were gone? Did you do anything for the fourth? Nah, dude. I had sex. Nah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to ring in the fourth, though. I didn't do shit, dude. I went <laughs> training and then came home and had sex. Yeah. I didn't say a single firework, dude. Don't you remember? She did. <laughs> Snap! No, don't, don't you remember? She was just fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I she was just wrecked. Like, yeah. She couldn't even... Like, she was just laying on the bed. And you were like... I was like, fireworks, oh, there's fireworks the up park. there. And yeah, I was like, like... I can hear them. <laughs> that, yeah, because I walked out there. I was like, I'm going to go look at the fireworks. I was still all fucked up from the party I just came from. And then when I got out there, they stopped. Yeah, dude. I looked like that video. Have you seen that video, like that monkey at the zoo or whatever that's like walking over and he's like scratching his belly, like watching? And he just fucking walks <laughs> back. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> no, I went too. My coworker had like a little barbecue at his place. Yeah, you got Liddy Titty, dude. Fucking crap. Two nights in a row, too. But we went there. So it's like all of us that work at the grow, except for like a few that couldn't make it. Justin, I'm talking about you. Um, and then fucking they just started putting fucking blunts in rotation. And I don't really smoke. You don't. And I was like, and one of them had his little pen that he was passing around. My manager did. So it was like that. And then this one dude's girlfriend, like whenever we'd finish a blunt, she'd go back in the garage and roll another one. Some other dude showed up as like his neighbor. He started rolling them. I was like, this I've been is in the corner, just silent, and retarded. I was sitting on the couch like this, out in his like backyard. And when he's like, "Food's ready," I was like, "That table is a long ways away." <laughs> <laughs> My manager's like, "You want to come well, get food? Here we go." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I guess let's make the trip." <laughs> God damn, I was going on an adventure. Fucking jaunt, dude. God. Me and Jimmy had a couple good adventures. We went to Fibark, dude. He went to Fibark with you? Yeah. <laughs> I just hit Jimmy up on, like, Saturday night because I was going up. That was when I was at my parents' house. That was when I was going. Yeah, dude. I was like, you want to go to Fibark? He's like, what's that fucking Fibark? What the fuck is Fibark? <laughs> I was like, it's a bunch of rapper or raptor hippies. Don't worry about it. Let's go. Me and him rolled down there. We fucked shit up. Jimmy got an, almost got into like three fights, but that's typical Jimmy. I mean, yeah, it seems like every time you guys get to that drunk of a point, he just starts wanting to fight people. Well, that's that's why he's called Jimbo Slice, dude. There's, got it. I caught it. Wow. Congrats. God damn. There, there's a fucking reason they call him Jimbo Slice when he gets. Oh yeah. Drunk. He, he wants to fight everybody. <laughs> he wants to fight everybody in the backyard. Unless you're a homie, and then he loves you to death. Yeah. And I remember in Boulder, when we were fucking partying up there, we were, <laughs> we went to, what fucking club was it? It's a gaming club up there, and they had a live DJ that night. I can't remember what it's called. If you're a Boulder native, you know what it is. But we were fucking raging front row. And <laughs> Jimmy was a DJ, so Jimmy was just getting fucking hype dude in the front row and he would like fall down in the middle of the dance floor on like laying back on his knees and he would just like fucking lay around <laughs> on the floor and then he'd like bounce back up <laughs> oh dude 
and he would just get up and he would just start shoving fuckers, dude. He left and right, and then uh, it was getting to the end of the night and everybody was sick of his shit. And I remember <laughs> I was driving, so I, I only had like three beers and I was just like chilling. And Jimmy was like, just fucking stumbles out of the crowd, dude. Slaps me on the chest. He's like, I'm gonna go pay my bar tab, and then we're gonna get a fight in the dance floor. <laughs> Before I could even say anything, he just fucking storms off, goes pays his bar tab, and he's like, coming back, and he's giving me the come on, let's go. And I'm like, no, you go, you go. <laughs> I just like. You can distinctly see through the crowd. Jimmy's just throwing like fucking windmill haymakers, dude. Just hitting everybody. <laughs> People are like fucking kicking him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Luckily, the fucking that was like the last song of the night. So then we were leaving, and I can't remember what he was calling. There was like four fucking like six four, probably like two thirty plus dudes walking on the opposite side of the street and he was yelling at him he was call- he was calling them butt pussies <laughs> it's like you're a bunch of fucking butt pussies dude <laughs> it was just me and jimmy dude jimmy's my size you guys have seen jimmy so i was like we're gonna have to fight these four fucking linebackers dude <laughs> and i was like jimmy will you fucking not pick a fight with the biggest dudes on the whole fucking street and he's like Nah, they're a bunch of butt pussies! He's like screaming across the street. I can hear him hit with his laugh, too. Oh, bro, cackling. It. <laughs> and he, he got into a fucking argument with one of the Boulder girls up there because she's a physicist and you know Jimmy's oh, an engineer. Good God. And Jimmy has to prove he's the smartest person everywhere we go. So they got into a fucking argument about like astrophysics, dude, while I was. <laughs> fucking outside this bar just like staring at the ceiling like i just want to go fucking home (laughs) i just want to leave and he argued with her for like 45 minutes and then tried to pick her up after she was like livid and he's like seriously though can i get your number he's like come come back with us we're going back to broomfield tonight she's like fuck you dude i just argued with you that doesn't matter let's go give me your number i don't know if he got it or not but Probably. Dude. <laughs> me and Jimmy are the gruesome twosome. I've seen some of your Snapchats. I'm like, good God. Dude, he's a fucking mess. And I love it. I love it. Dude. <laughs> There's not too many people that come into my life that go equally as hard as me, if not harder. And Jimmy is one of them. Jimmy's always down to fucking rage. If you saw him on Tinder, I know you'd swipe right. Me? Yeah. Probably. He's like your ideal guy you're looking for. <laughs> Dude, Jimmy's my fucking... He's like my long-lost fucking brother. He is your Prince Charming. <laughs> I love that fool, dude. So shout out to him. Me and him have been fucking shit up lately. And he's my little fucking plus one for everything, because I've been getting invited to a bunch of fucking open mats and everything wrestling classes and stuff and he's just a fucking white belt dude (laughs) i roll in because i'm all high leveled and like pretty well known around the area and they're like oh what's up jujitsu and they're like who's this i'm like oh he's my fuck that's my buddy that's my white belt killer he's with me (laughs) so he, he just fucking comes to like all the open mats all the wrestling classes that we go to and i mean 
he's a he's a quick study, so he he does good and he uh he keeps up. But people are like blown away that he's a white belt, and I'm like, yeah, well, he wouldn't be with me if he wasn't fucking worth his salt, you know. So me and Jimmy have been training six days a week for like the last three weeks. We've been just going fucking hard. That Daisy Fresh life. Anybody who's seen Daisy Fresh. That Daisy Fresh life. Have you watched that? You haven't watched that no. YouTube, huh? No. It's like a YouTube series of these uh, jujitsu practitioners up in mm-hmm. Illinois. And they literally like live in the gym. And it's like shed. It's just a fucking run down, beat up piece of shit gym. And they like scrounge together like fucking nickels and dimes to like afford food and they don't pay for training they just like go hard every single day from like eight in the morning until like eight at night they'll just train all fucking day long and they started out as like a bunch of nobodies dude and just like how hard they go and shit they've started just to like wreck the like high level scene so and it's just a bunch of fucking hillbillies there's one called, literally called the Hillbilly Hammer. I can't remember his actual name, but they call him the fucking Hillbilly Hammer. And he's just this fucking... I can see you calling yourself that. <laughs> he's just this fucking straight up Alabama boy, dude. And he's like, somebody called me the Hillbilly Hammer that day. And that, it was just, it, it was too good to not accept. So he's like, I'm the Hillbilly Hammer now. It's like the Duck Dynasty. Dude, it is. And they're fucking savages. All of them can go hard as fuck for like 90 minutes. And like, I don't know. You have to like know jujitsu and like see people training and stuff. But like watching them train, you're like, holy fuck. These dudes do this every single day. Living off like nothing. They sleep in the gym. They all just like... They sleep on, like, the Muay Thai pads and shit. They'll just, like, bring out the Muay Thai pads every night and just, like, sleep on a fucking, like, kick shield. They'll just, like, <laughs> throw a blanket on them and, then, like, fucking 30 of them will be on the mat. It's, it's fucking wild, dude. It's They're called crazy. Daisy Fresh? Daisy Fresh, yeah. Because the laundromat next door is called Daisy Fresh. And people would come and they'd be like, is this the name of your gym? Daisy Fresh? Blah, blah, blah. Just because that's the only sign on the whole building. <laughs> so they started embracing it, dude. So they have a whole bunch of J- Daisy Fresh fucking jerseys and shit now. And it's just a whole bunch of backwoods hillbillies <laughs> that go hard as fuck. That's funny And shit. have high-level jujitsu. <laughs> and I watched it, dude, because Jimmy told me to watch it. And I was like, Jimmy, this is us. Like, <laughs> we need to do this constantly. So now we're the fucking we call us the traveling daisies dude me and fucking jimmy just go around and just fuck up open mats like three four open mats every week traveling daisies. yeah dude and we just me and him have been going hard as fuck it's been killing me but it's been paying off ah i don't have a competition till like the first or second week of september that's when my next pro fight is for my title but jimmy competes next weekend there's a local tournament coming up, and we got like six or seven of our guys are competing, and I think Jimmy's gonna double gold. He's doing gi and no gi. Weren't so. you supposed to have a match at the end of August or something? Yeah, I uh, signed up for that fight to win, and then I told you he messaged me at like fucking midnight 
on like five days notice. Yeah. He sent me a list of like fucking five guys. He's like, pick one for your fight. I was like, bro, I'm not fucking fighting on five days notice. I haven't been in fucking camp. I don't. I, I, yeah. So I fucking didn't take it. And then all the dudes who took it on short notice ended up getting fucking injured. Really? Like, all the guys that I know, mm-hmm. there's like four or five guys that I went to open mat on like Sunday. And they're like, you doing that fight next Thursday or whatever? And I was like, nah, dude, I'm not taking a five days notice. And they're like, well, I'm, I'm going to do it. And now, like, every single one of them got fucking hurt. Yeah. And I was just like, well... You fucking do that to yourself, dude. You gotta, like... You gotta know when to say no. It's professional fighting. I'm undefeated. I'm not gonna fucking lose my undefeated record just for a quick little fucking $150, you know? Mm -hmm. Because you still don't get a lot on... You don't get... How you make your money on pro fights is ticket sales, and you can't sell that many tickets in five days. Like, there's just no way you're gonna do it. Yeah. So I I guess that is true, I was just like, dude, I'm not going to fucking possibly lose my undefeated record for mm-hmm. fucking nothing. So That's how you get McGregor, dude. Yeah, I just, I skipped that one. But Speaking of which, that happened while we did the podcast, the whole McGregor fight. Oh yeah, he snapped his fucking leggy. What do th- you think about that? I knew it was his tibia when he snapped it. Yeah. Dude, I, I was more interested in that chick fight. You had me fucking rolling, dude. Oh, dude, the Mexican chick fucked yeah, up wh- that. What were you fucking Russian? saying? You were like, oh, I was like, I was like, <laughs> she took her down and she was just giving her the ground and pound. I was like, this one's for El Chapo. Give her the bricks. <laughs> you had me fucking rolling. You were getting hypey in dude, that Dude, I was dude. fucking <laughs> like, Viva la Mexico! <laughs> just fucking screaming. <laughs> There were some good fights on that card, though. Yeah, there was. It was a pretty good card up until that shit happened. Yeah. The fucking McGregor fight. I mean, Poirier was going to win regardless. Yeah. But I wanted to see a finish either way. Yeah. He not... was beating the brakes off yeah. McGregor. But the fucking highlight of that fight was Sean O'Malley fighting that oh, nobody, dude. That Chris, uh, I forget what his last name is. Yeah. And he just got signed on on like nine days notice for that fight. Yeah. Signed to the UFC. Yeah, and he was just so happy to be in there, and he was getting the living fuck out beat out of him, dude. He walked him down, but he didn't throw shit. He just <laughs> ate everything. He was just like, "I'm in the UFC. Yeah. I'm in the UFC." He's, <laughs> he started like the first minute of the fight. He was like throwing and like was backing O'Malley up, and then afterwards, O'Malley just started teeing on him. <laughs> felt so bad for that kid. That broke records, dude. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, he had like the most significant strikes in UFC history in I that fight. I bet he fucking did. He beat the living shit yeah. out of that dude. Yeah, it was fucking wild. Fuck, did you did you see all the shit that was coming out out about the kid the next day? Mm-mm. They're like, he just got a seventy five thousand dollar fight of the night bonus off of that, and the first thing he buys an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> They're like, save your money, kids. <laughs> they like showed him the next day. Okay. He was like. Somewhere his face is just all fucking swollen and bruised, and he's like just smiling like the biggest smile and has an ice cream sandwich. That's what I'm saying, dude. That dude was just stoked to be there, yeah. bro. That he was running on pure adrenaline because he should have been knocked out in the second round. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> See, and that's what was bullshit. Like the whole the stoppage of that fight, the last what like 28 seconds or some shit of the fight. And I I was like, if you're going to stop it, you should have done it the round before. Like, once you got into the third fight like that, you should have just let it 
Yeah, but you can't, like, knowingly give somebody brain damage. I get where the ref was coming from. He should have stopped it way sooner. I agree. But, like, just because there's 30 seconds left to a fight, you're not going to, like, let the living shit get kicked out of somebody for 30 seconds. Just yeah. so they can have the fucking pride that they made it through the round and then end up like Muhammad Ali, you know? I get both sides of that argument. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. It just is weird. He should have stopped it way sooner. I'm not... Because, like, it wasn't even, like, at that point, I think he was just finally like, all right, this kid is just getting killed. Like, it wasn't like it was, like, a full, like, he was just taking fucking ground and pound. No. Because they were still standing up. He was getting... That's the one thing that was just, kicked out like, that was kind of weird with me was, like, the circumstance of how he just, like, finally... Yeah, it was the weirdest point that he stopped it. For <laughs> sure. Because, I mean, yeah, like, if he was just, like, if he had him in the cage or had him on the ground just feeding it to him, like... Then, like, yeah, obviously, it's, like, the, when they do it for the TKOs. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it was just kind of weird. He, like, ate a few punches, then he's like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of odd. But every everything else was... Wonderboy fought fucking Dorino. Yeah. That was a good fight, too. And then the... Who was it? The fucking autistic dad... That jujitsu wizard that got caught. Oh, fucking Ryan Hall. Yeah, Ryan Hall. <laughs> Autistic dad. Dude, Jesus one. Christ. <laughs> Bro, I told you he's got fucking. I think it's Asperger's. Too. I think he legit has be. Asperger's. Yeah. He's fucking weird. Yeah. And he kept doing the same shit over yeah. and over again. And I was like, dude, That's he's gonna he got get... caught. Yeah. yeah. I was count- calling it because he did the same fucking role. Mm hmm. Maybe 15 times, dude. Yeah. And I was like, he's going to eventually catch on and fucking, what's he do? He like, just... Yeah. Like, the first two he did were slick, and then he kept doing that same role. That he didn't switch it up at all. Yeah. He did the same the, fucking yeah. role. The first one was, it might have, yeah, it might have still been it, but he did it, like, super quick. The rest of them, he, like, you could see it coming, because he just kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And then that dude just finally timed it and jumped in and mm-hmm. weaved his legs, and then just started... He held his fucking arm back so he couldn't defend, yeah. dude, and he was just fucking out cold, just throwing hammers. That dude looked like he just worked a construction job for 16 hours straight and got home and was like, I need a beer. That's <laughs> what he looked like walking into the cage. I love Ryan Hall. That's just like his demeanor all the time. It's yeah. just another day for him. But, I mean, you can't do the same stupid shit over and over again. That'd be like me going for the same fucking armbar over and over and over again. You're eventually going to catch the fucking counter mm-hmm. and fuck me up. Which he's so good at jujitsu, dude. He had so many other entries and all sorts of crazy shit he could have been throwing. Yeah. And he he's literally did the same, the same fucking role 15 times in a row. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't feel bad for him, you know? Oh, shit, goblins. Tell me about this vision quest you're going on, dude. Vision quest? Yeah, I like to just give cool names to shit. You've just been, uh, you've been on one. Yeah. Talk to me about it. So, like, like, for one, it was weird coming back from being sick, and then, like, you got your life back. (laughs) Kind of. I'm renewed. Yeah, kind of, but it was, like, because, like, I was doing good with, like, going to the gym fucking like six days a week mm-hmm. and then staying on my diet and then like it's you're not, fucking on it it's not like i uh 
like completely totally fell off but like going down to my parents and it was like when i finally got an appetite back so whatever i was like finding like was like trying to eat yeah but that shit's hard dude you can't like take weeks off and then go right back to six days a week you know yeah like that's just not yeah how it works so yeah so like for and like going back into like my diet and shit hasn't been that bad but yeah no that first day going back to the gym holy fuck i was like i feel so like i can't believe how weak i got over like the two weeks that i was sick and then Dude, that's every single time when we don't we lift for like a week or two yeah and then i go back i'm like what the yeah. fuck bro? like like a week off i can be good but yeah like two weeks and especially being like as sick as i was and i bet a lot of that weight i lost probably because i lost muscle because i wasn't eating shit mm-hmm. like i was just like tuesday was it tuesday we did chest or monday mm, monday that was the first good chest day i've had in fucking quite a while dude. yeah yeah i mean i feel like all right but like weight wise i like know how weak i am like i'm coming back hard coming back but so it was like between that and then just like some weird shit at work that i'm like fuck y'all kind of fuck out of my way type shit tell me yeah so like and i should be fine with everything because like i had my review yesterday i got a raise and shit Mm -hmm. but still at the end of the day i was kind of like fuck y'all just some like dude you get burnt out from the same shit over and over again and it's not even so much that it was like just stuff that was like said around there like about me and i'm like now kind of like all right fuck all my tim grover shit now i know i did actually listen to winning so i was like been all enthralled with that winning's pretty good i still think uh relentless is better but i like relentless but i like winning how he just kind of goes into like the grittier side of shit to where it's just like in your face but like when he talks about the dark side and stuff and like made it made a lot more sense after that book because it was like i was even thinking like i don't think it needs to be one thing and it's not it's just that fucking side of you Oh, yeah. My dark side has many forms, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just, many like, forms. one. Mainly, it's just the burning desire to win all the time. Yeah. Which is, I really liked how he, like, elaborated on that in the book. Yeah. Because I just have a unquenchable thirst to just fucking be the best at everything mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Everything turns into a competition for me, dude. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Since high school. <laughs> yeah, dude. So... <laughs> That's just how I am, like, yeah. to the core of my being. Yeah. That's why when I tell people, they're like, for all my fucking weebs out there who, like, love anime and shit, and they're like, what fucking anime character do you relate most to? I tell them Bakugo, and you're like, you're a fucking asshole. I'm like, no, Bakugo wants to win at every fucking single thing he does. He yeah. wants to be the fucking best, and that's what I am. Like, that's the core of my being. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> When I do something, I want to be the fucking best. Yeah. That's kind of what I got to, like... Like, the shit that I got going on at work, basically. It's like, there was stuff that was, like, brought up from, like, when I kind of first started there. Like, shit that was said and, like, somehow got brought up again. So I'm like, alright, fuck y'all. Like, we had a... Did I tell you about, like, the harvest that we... Oh, we had a harvest and, like, I was... Cutting all the shit down and stuff. 
And no. then, like, I got switched off of that and was doing, like, different stuff. And so they threw these other two on there, and it turned into, like, a two-day harvest after that. I'm like, what? I had, a, like, a pace going. Why did you switch me? And then <clears throat> I was like, fucking put, put me back on it again next time. Like, we'll have this shit done. And then it kind of got switched up, like, before the har- or last harvest started. Mm-hmm. I was like, still no faith in me, huh? <laughs> so, like, since then, I've kind of been on a... I mean, don't talk to me, but <laughs> dude, they made their bed, let them lay in it. Yeah, so that's their fucking fault. Well, and I also had my review covered up, so. <laughs> but I mean, like all that went good. Like it hasn't been like bad. It's just like it's like that little Michael Jordan, and I took that personally. I feel it, dude. So like that's kind of where I'm at with it. Which is funny because I heard like a dude doing stand-up comedy about that. He's like, tell me Michael Jordan isn't a first ballot Hall of Fame psychopath. He, and he was talking about like in the last dance, like some team beat him and like this average player put like 36 up over Jordan. And Jordan's like, he came up to me, shook my hand and was like, nice game, Mike. He's like, and I took that personally. And then the next night he scored like 38 over the dude in the first half. <laughs> and... That they were talking to the other guy on the last dance. He's like, I never said shit to Mike after the game. He's like, he made that shit up in his head and then used it as fuel to fucking kill me the next night. And he's like, if that isn't psychopathic shit. That's something I would do. He's like, I've had comedians come up after I'm done and they're like, hey, nice set. And I'm just like, fuck you. He's like, because I take it personally. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do? You wanna be a winner, dude? Yeah, shit like that. And then just like all kind of aspects of just putting myself like in my focus. Like from I wanna get back to getting to the gym and just yeah tighten up everything just as an individual. Yeah, that's why I was checking in on you yeah. today. And like I've had like actually multiple people say something to me and I'm just like, I'm fucking putting myself first right now, so. Yeah. I didn't think you were like mad or anything, but I'm around you enough, you know, that mm-hmm. like I know I know when the fucking mood shifts. Yeah. Or the vibe shifts. Yeah. And you've definitely like had that uh awakening if you call it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just hanging out with my dark side for a bit. Dude, I've been hanging out with my dark side for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Since I got sick. Fucking on one, dude. Dude, that's another thing. I had I almost killed a girl. Yeah. Way to fucking. She almost de- passed out. Way to bro. derail. You know? Fucking. Uh, we were talking about Dark Side. And I know. I was starting to lighten It wasn't up. violent. Don't think of it as violent. She just. <laughs> she thought she could handle more than she could. <laughs> she almost passed out. It was a bad time. That still sounds violent. Side. <laughs> ah, fuck. Anyways. I was going to say, I had so much time to listen to like music like new music and old music that i had when i was sick fucking i had so much time on my hands too that i was just like stirring and fucking madness of didn't know what to do that's good though that that shit lights a fire in your ass yeah sometimes i well you've lived with me two years so like you know i'll have those fucking weeks dude where like 
I just don't talk to anybody. I don't do anything for like a week. Mm -hmm. I get my alone time. Same thing you're talking about, dude. Just get in touch with that dark side. Yeah. Figure out what's important in your life, what you need to do. That's another thing that I'm like, what the fuck do I want to focus on right now? Mm-hmm. My life. <clears throat> it happens, dude. Which I'm still fucking, I don't know. You're never going to like stay straight and narrow on your path like 100% of the time. Yeah. Always. You always veer from the path. But like true successful people realize when they're veering off the path, you know, and they're like, okay, I need to like do something drastic to get back onto the path to figure out what I need to do mm-hmm. and to it's get more to like where that, I want to be. Not even so much like the veering off, like it's almost like a fork and road type thing. Like Went left like when you should have went right? No, I'm staring at both of them. <laughs> it's kind of one of those like I need to make a decision here. Not not so much like no, drastic. I get you. I just I don't relate to that one because I fucking pick one. <laughs> I, yeah, I, and I get the fork and I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, I should have went left. Yeah. So I, I guess it's I more what, like I, I can get what see you're it saying. coming. I'm not at the fork. Yeah. Yes, but I'm like, I'm, I just get there and I'm like, ah, this way. <laughs> you're like, oh, there's a fork in the road. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that went bad. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how that goes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. People are different. Like Yeah. You definitely consider consequences and yes. uh, shit way more than I do. I honestly was thinking about this like yeah, is yesterday or today. Like kind of that difference between you and I is mm-hmm. like I definitely look at like both sides like, like what's what gonna could happen? happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what could go wrong? <laughs> Yeah, you're like, hey, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, so... You're like, I don't know, but we're about to find out. <laughs> exactly, dude. I'll worry about this tomorrow. <laughs> this is a now decision. As many times as I heard you heard you say, we'll worry about that later. <laughs> I still have people ask me to this day about shit, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't decide shit that far ahead. I wait until that moment is literally fucking... <laughs> two minutes from me and I'm like ah I guess we'll do this <laughs> different strokes for different folks my yeah. man <laughs> that's you a do, good one <laughs> you, you learn live and you learn and I do a lot of fucking living that's all I'm gonna say not a lot of learning <laughs> not a lot of learning bro I'm uh I'm in, enjoying the ride oh we're back at this fork in the road <laughs> I mean, do you, like, have regrets in life? Honestly. I think we all do, yeah. See, I I don't think I honestly do. I like looking back on shit and be like, fuck, that was such a stupid decision, but (laughs) if I didn't do this, then this wouldn't have happened, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I definitely, like, it's not... I'm not bashing, dude. I'm just saying, like, I'm, like, trying to... You probably have regrets because you think about shit like, but like it, you were talking about. I, but I don't think it's so much like really big things that I'm like, this could have drastically changed. It's more of like, this could have gone a lot better than it did. <laughs> but I mean, we're here, you know, like, That's it's not like every day of my life. Yeah, it's not like super big, like life changing, drastic things. I get you. I get you. But it's more, yeah, it's more like, yeah, I probably have some shit I look back on. I'm like, 
No, bro. I literally, like, that's my biggest dream is when I die to just get, like, a full playback of my life. Because there's so much astronomically stupid things I've done in my life that, that like, I wouldn't even change if I had the opportunity to go back and change it. I'd be like, nah, bro, this was a great fucking story. Why would I change that? You know? You just gotta fucking live. You gotta, like, let it happen. But different strokes for different folks. I get it. I'm just, I am fucking balls to the walls. <laughs> Whatever happens, fucking happens. Like dude. we're saying, though, if you learn from a few things, <laughs> I haven't learned a lot. <laughs> Have not learned a lot. <laughs> That's why we're a good combo, dude. I know. You're the voice of reason in this fucking group. There's a little bit of yin and yang here. <laughs> and that's why me and Jimmy are absolutely fucking toxic together. Yeah, yeah. Because Jimmy is just me to a T. Yeah. You're that fucking relationship that the girl's like, it was so bad, but then she's still with him four years later. <laughs> that's me and Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy's that girl I could never lose. The great white buffalo, dude. <laughs> He'll literally, him or me, dude, will fucking just bring up something, and the other one doesn't even fucking question it, dude. I'm just like, all right, what time? What I know. Are, what are we doing? It's like when you, the, the last podcast that you did, it was with him, and you like walked in, and you're like, you don't want a podcast tonight, huh? I was like, no, that's fucking dying. <laughs> you're like, would you be mad if I did with him with Jimmy? I'm like, do your thing. And you, like, called him up right there. He's like, can you podcast? Like, now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Jimmy is... He's a... He's the fucking ignition to my gasoline, dude. All I could think of is that R. Kelly song now. <laughs> what? Ignition. I've <laughs> <laughs> never heard it. Oh, I shit. probably have, but... I'm about to learn you a thing or two after this. The remix to Ignition, son. It should be your opening song for Cinches. <laughs> Some R. Kelly. <laughs> oh. Bill Cosby got out. Yeah. Don't sidetrack us. I was on a good one. What's your biggest regret? See, and th this goes to like that. They're not like big. Biggest to you. What about you? I'm pausing here. I'm at a pause. My biggest regret is kind of dumb, but in the same breath, it's like meaningful to me. Is my biggest regret is <clears throat> I wish I would have found martial arts sooner. I didn't start martial arts till I was 25 years old. Yeah, you started later than. Yeah, dude. Most career. I would, without a single shred of doubt in my mind, be a world champion by now if I would have started when I was fucking 14. How did you find it? It was when I was uh, traveling around. I, uh, I went on the road. Remember when I was fucking vagabonding mm -hmm. for a little bit? Mm -hmm. For like four months, I was just going state to state, just like 
hitching rides and just traveling around. And then I spent that month in North Dakota with Cody because he was getting married. And I was the, like, I helped him set up his whole wedding and shit. And then I came back and then my mom was just, like, losing her fucking mind. So I came back to see her. And I decided, ah, I'll stay for a couple weeks. And then I, uh, went and trained at a martial arts gym for, like, a month or two, maybe. Just on a whim? Yeah, it was right next to my mom's house. And I just signed up for a month membership, and I was like, I'll stay for a month. And I ended up staying, like, two months, I think. And I trained there, and I fucking loved it. Because mm-hmm. you know me. You've known me since fucking high school. Like, I've always been a hothead and shit. And I was like, huh, I don't have to fucking freak out on people all the time. I can get all my frustration out at the gym mm-hmm. and get humbled every single day at the gym. I liked getting my ass kicked. It wasn't like I was. I went in there and I fucking wrecked everybody. I got my fucking ass kicked for mm-hmm. Two months. And I was like, this is fucking such a life-changing experience for me. And then uh, I hit up one of my good buddies from Saliva, Jake Philly. Shout out to Philly. And I uh, I hit him up and I was like, yo, because he'd been training martial arts for like three years. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty fucking good. He was a purple belt. And I was like, yo, I'm looking to like start training full time. Where would be like a good gym to start out or to like set up and get like really good training and he he told me Zenganos one other place and Ludwig's Zenganos was closer but I did my research and I looked online and I saw that Dwayne Ludwig ran Ludwig's Mm -hmm. and I started like looking up Ludwig and like all his reviews and shit and how he was just like he's one of the best striking instructors in the world and I uh I was like I'm gonna go to Ludwig's. So I went there, and I fucking loved it, dude. Fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. And that was even different from the first gym that I trained at. The first gym that I trained at is what you would call, like, a gladiator gym. They don't do a hell of a lot of instruction. It's mainly, like, get in there and get your... far. (laughs) Yeah, go get your fucking ass kicked. You fucking learn technique for 15 minutes and spar for 45 minutes. And then you went to Ludwig's. And was Ludwig... it a, like martial arts or was it like boxing? It was martial arts. I did Muay Thai and I did uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, okay. Slash wrestling. They just switched off every day. And then um, <clears throat> you go to Ludwig's and Ludwig's is 45 minutes of drilling and technique and then 15 minutes of sparring. Mm-hmm. And I just love the like actual dojo feel to it, the academy feel to it. Right. But it wasn't like a fucking karate school that's like, yeah, 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 doing fucking stupid forms for 15 minutes. Like, you legitimately learned quality, quality shit mm-hmm. for 45 minutes, and then you got to practice it for like the last 15 minutes of class. And I, I loved it, man. I, I was fucking hooked. Yeah. I started, I trained at Ludwig's for two years, mixed martial arts. I trained kickboxing, wrestling, jujitsu. All of it. And then about the two-year mark, I think you remember, I, I just, I don't know what happened, dude. It was like a click. I just, I fucking skyrocketed in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I got 
way better at jujitsu than dudes who have been training five, six years at jujitsu. I think that's right around the time when I started seeing you actually in tournaments and mm-hmm. shit too. I, I, my, uh, skill progression was fucking astronomical. Like I shot through the roof. Like it all just fucking clicked for me at one time. Mm-hmm. And then people like, I was just a fresh blue belt dude. And there was like purple belts, brown belts. And they were like, bro, you're fucking really good at jujitsu. So I was just like, eh, maybe I'll do jujitsu. Cause I don't like getting hit in the face. Yeah. I don't care what fucking people tell you. Like, there are people like that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you there, have to have some screws fucking loose. Yeah, I know a couple guys like mm-hmm. Caveman Raiden, dude. One of the dudes that trains at our gym. He loves getting hit, dude. Raiden? Yeah. He fuck it. Fucking lights a fire in his ass when he starts getting fucking pieced. Yeah. And I know, he, yeah, I know people like. There's that. people like that, and yeah. I legitimately don't like getting hit in the face. No. So I was like, why am I fucking sparring every night when I don't like it? Mm-hmm. And I fucking genuinely love every single hour because i would do muay thai for an hour and then i would do jiu-jitsu for an hour and then i would go and spar for like the last 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and i would be like why would i go do muay thai and just go through the motions like yeah i'm learning good shit quality shit but i know enough to keep me safe in a standard like striking exchange Mm -hmm. why would i keep doing this and then go to jujitsu and then get my ass kicked for 45 minutes when I don't even like getting fucking hit. Yeah. I just need to know enough on the feet to get it to the ground. And yeah. if I get it to the ground, you're fucked. So I was like, ah, I'm going to go full-time jujitsu. And then that's when I started training jujitsu full-time. And then uh, I really started excelling. And then that's when Sensei Sam had me start being the assistant coach for the jujitsu program. And I've just, I've been his fucking uh, right-hand man since then. I was the white belt. I'm going to be his first black belt, his first true black belt. Because there was people before me training who were blue belts, purple belts and shit, but they all fell off and, or like don't train enough, consistently enough, you know. I was his first true like white belt that didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like I knew very little jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Just because of my previous two months. And then I fucking shot up through all the rankings and now I'm like the best guy in the gym. And I've been there from since fucking day one. And I still got mad love for Sensei Sam. He's he's taught me everything he knows. I got mad love for that dude, but I'm gonna be his first fucking black belt. Yeah. And I've already uh told myself that. Because I've had, like, offers from other gyms to come train at them there and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's more of a pride, honor thing for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's put so much time into me that I'm not going to just, like, fucking take all his knowledge and everything and then just be like, yeah, thanks, peace, yeah. and go train at some somewhere better. That's what the open mats and shit are for. That's why we're the traveling daisies. Me and, <laughs> me and Jimmy go to the other gyms. We, I'm still learning shit every like new shit from other people yeah. every single week. Well, like when quarantine was heavy there, you had those guys coming over at the last house. Shit, and... dude, I had fucking 12 guys on rotation coming mm-hmm. three times a week. Yeah. And we were fucking <laughs> doing speakeasy training sessions in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> speakeasy training sessions. Yeah, dude. It was That's what it was though. 
It was fucking wild. It's been a crazy journey, dude. Yeah. And I, I loved every single moment of it. Yeah. And I still... I can still fucking spar, dude. I can still throw down standing. But it's just not my interest by any means, you know? Right. So... I'm gonna be his first black belt. I'm gonna fucking crush the scene. And then once I get my black belt, I'm gonna probably open my own gym. Get an affiliate, you know? Mm-hmm. But... It's been good. I've been enjoying the journey, like you said. No, no fucking, uh, no thinking about anything. I've just been uh, <laughs> doing shit as it comes. Yeah. Literally there. I'm like, ah, right, ah, left. Figuring shit as we go, but it's been fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fell into place, and that's another like. Going back to the fucking universe and God, whatever you want to fucking call it, dude. Like, when I found martial arts, that's like when my life aligned. Mm -hmm. I was fucking lost. Yeah. I was just doing whatever, whenever. I remember when I heard that you, like, got into it and was, like, taking it super seriously. I remember, like, thank God, like, because I knew that you were lost, too. We had talked every once in a long while. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of fell off, but we're, like, still homies. But, like, I remember, like, well, yeah, when I heard that you first got into martial arts, I'm like, fuck, fuck yeah. Because yeah, I, I knew, like, it was uh, something for you. It's been a life-changing experience for me, dude, and mm-hmm. I don't regret a single moment of it. It's cool to, like, think back and look back on, you know? Yeah. And it's only going to get better from here. You got a lot of shit planned. What's your biggest regret? I just really like talking about all that to like look at it like then and now. Because like like I said, it's not really big things, but in a sense they kind of are. Cause it's big to you. Yeah, so like I don't know, just learning or like taking things more seriously like when I was a little bit younger. Like once I got like into football and stuff like that just like consumed all my high school like at that point like i'm at like especially my senior year i was like if it wasn't for sports like from the start of the year i was like fuck it i wouldn't give a shit about grades or anything like i was like tip top through football then after that like the whole i mean you call it senioritis and shit whatever but after football i was like i don't really give a shit anymore my fucking grade they didn't like I wasn't failing or anything but compared to like the student that I was yeah I was like they <clears throat> fell off but uh so like shit like when it comes to football or like past relationships and stuff I look back and I'm like fuck you could have learned so much more at the time like could have made something different but uh um you know How do I put this? I get, like, I really wish I would have learned back then, but now, uh, I realize, like, I use it to, like, I try to help out other friends, so, like... Yeah, dude, people get fucking lost. Yeah. So, like, especially, like, when I know people that I'm still homies with from Cotopaxi, from where we grew up, and, like, I'll keep in touch with them, like, a lot of it's, like, I'm trying to be, like, alright, listen, this is what you're gonna deal with coming up here. And, like, 
this is kind of how you get through it. Like, it's not fun, but, like, you kind of got to look past it because you got a lot of life to live. Like, high school isn't the end of the world shit, you know? Like, there's people I know. 98% of the people I knew in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was, like, especially people, like, out of high school now and they're still worrying about that stuff. I'm like, you better, like, cut that shit off right now or else, like, your next few years as an adult are really going to (laughs) suck. Even more than they're going to. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And I'm like, really? Like, your time management with how you're, like, just doing your last bit of your days, what's bothering you? Shit like that. Or, like, losing a paper or some shit. I'm like, listen, once you get a little bit older, you ain't gonna give a fuck about none of those things. So, like, here's what you need to focus on, you know? That's fucking... Yeah, like, I try to help out, and, like, now that I'm, you said that little mood change, I feel like a dick lately. The awakening. <laughs> yeah. Because there's some you stuff You've kind of been a dick. Not, like, a bad dick, though. You've, I've had that. You've been a... Kind of attitude, though. Yeah, yeah. You've been about you, which mm-hmm. isn't bad. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just in the spotlight for myself right now. Okay. <laughs> it's nothing new. I've done it fucking four times since we've I know. <laughs> lived together i know you go through phases yeah. bro yeah i get i hit points where i'm like no more dude like i gotta mm-hmm. fucking focus i gotta hit the hunker down yeah. which i feel like i'm very very close to like i'm about to be on one mm-hmm. here shortly i think it's probably when i get serious for my training camp for my title fight yeah but i've just been fucking maxing and relaxing trying to just uh not fall off the tracks, you know? Yeah. Life gets fucking hard sometimes, dude. Shit will pull you all sorts of different ways. Yeah. You gotta fucking figure out what's important for you. Mm-hmm. Move on, you know? Yeah. And Keep so, going. Like, I try to tell some people, because, like, they get so focused on, like, I feel like I'm being a bad friend or a bad this and that. Like, I'm like, f- be selfish for a little bit. It's not bad. Like, stop worrying about everyone else. I don't... I don't apologize on that shit. I don't. I don't yeah. believe in apologizing for like not being there. True friends understand. They see what you're doing. They see like yeah. the focus and the effort you're putting in towards something, and they encourage it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when fucking dudes get mad at me because I haven't talked to them for a few months because I'm training my fucking ass off, working my fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. I fucking write them off, dude. Yeah. Like that's not a true friend to mm-hmm. me. A true friend is somebody who's like, this dude's fucking busting his ass. I'm going to let him do what he's got to do. When he hits me up, I'm going to talk to him like nothing's changed, you know? Yeah. Which, I have that shit from friends of mine. Not Mm -hmm. just from me going to them. I have friends who I haven't talked to in forever who will just randomly hit me up. I'm never like, bro, you haven't talked to me in fucking forever. Mm. I'm like, oh, what's up, homie? I haven't heard from you in forever, dude. How you doing? Yeah. See you busting ass. I see you fucking killing it out there. Mm. What's up, dude? Yeah. And that's what, like, what annoys the shit out of me is, like, people are like, oh, they don't text me anymore. It's like, you don't text me either, motherfucker. Like, goes both ways. Yeah. So, like, when it's shit like that, and I used to kind of be like that a little bit, but not to where it's just like, fuck it, your fault, you know? I'm always like, all right, if 
you stop messaging me, like, you barely message yeah, me. It's I'm a case-by-case case yeah. basis, dude. I'm like, it's I'm not, not like... going to keep trying to, and, like, I especially stopped the whole fucking, you know, you got to put in all the effort in a conversation type shit to, like, oh, yeah. just try to be friends with someone. I fucking threw that yeah. shit out the window a long time ago. Yeah, so, like... Like, if you only send me one re- replies, like, four times in a row, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah, shit like that, so I'm like, alright, fucking cut that shit out and I try to help out others with, you know. It's good, dude. Yeah. Working hard. So, I mean, uh, I guess, like, yeah, when you, like, go back to the whole regret, it's like, I wish I would have seen that stuff back then, but, like, I know now and I can, like, try to help other people. I think so. It's kind of a weird... How do you look at it? Is it a regret? Or it's... I, I feel like everything, though, no matter what, like, it still made me who I am. And so I'm like a honestly wouldn't change it but exactly. looking back it's like ride that fucking train that dude. path might have been better but fucking here we are ain't died yet butterfly effect dude that path might not have brought yeah. you to me me and you might not be fucking doing this podcast right now yeah that's what we were fucking me and one of my buddies at work we're talking he was the my manager at the last grow and i went to that grow because of another dude that i knew from a different grow and I was like, I knew that kid was a shithead, but the... He's probably watching this, but I don't fucking Fuck care. He always is the first to see all my posts, and I have him blocked. <laughs> but, uh, I want to post the best, dude. Yeah, shit's funny. But uh, I was like telling him, I'm like, I wish I never would have switched, because like, that little shit got me into some... I. But then he was like, yeah, but then we would have never met, and you wouldn't be at this job, and we wouldn't be chilling. He's like, there's a means to an end. Yeah, that's fucking true. So it's like shit when you look at it full circle like that. It's like, yeah. It's a good thing to see the full perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't ever uh, care about the haters, dude. Yeah. I have 80% to 20% of people who watch all my stories and shit mm-hmm. fucking hate me. Yeah. Yeah. But they're watching me. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about other fucking shit yeah if i'm like that big of an influence in your life to where you're fucking worried about how my day is going as opposed to your fucking day is going yeah by all means enjoy the show dude yeah i'm fucking living it up i'm having yeah. fun don't ever worry about the haters dude i love them yeah i fucking that, love yeah, them that's why i tell people too and they're like what Especially people like just fresh out of high school, they get yeah. weird. Like when people stop talking embrace to those them. fuckers, guys yeah. and gals. And they start dude. talking shit. I'm like, fuck it. It's They're gonna... watching you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's fucking. It. It's gonna happen. And the longer you live, the more that you're not gonna talk to a lot of those people. I'm like, fuck it. And that's what something that hit pretty true was that promoter that I was talking to, uh, a while back, the one from my last fight who was talking about helping me bump up my ticket sales and I was like okay man like help me out and he's like I had more people who hated me buy tickets just because they wanted to see me fail Mm -hmm. than people who were supporting me that wanted to see me win and I was like that's the fucking energy I'm talking about (laughs) dude I was like I need to get haters buying my tickets let's fucking go (laughs) because it's true dude I have way more people who fucking despise me that watch my shit mm-hmm. than people who love me and care about me and comment on my shit you know yeah that care about me and then there's a, always going to be like the neutral people who don't really care and shit but the ratio is just fucking 
wild, dude, how many people, like, fucking hate on me and still watch all my shit. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm still me. I'm still living it up, having a fucking ball. Yeah. Enjoy the show. It's a shit show. Yeah. So people who, I'm sure even that watch this podcast and just see how you're dressed half the time, they're like, what the fuck is up with, I've had a few people that are like, what's up with Dylan? I'm like, you kind of have to know him. I'm like, I see your point of view, but like, fucking, if you lived with him like I have, it like. That was like when Kenny moved in on Saturday, dude, and I was in my fucking Daisy Dukes. <laughs> I fucking got home He's and looked like, up the, the stairs. What the fuck are you wearing, dude? I was like, oh, you'll get used to it, bro. <laughs> I got home and looked up the stairs because you're already moving shit over and you were just in your Daisy Dukes. Nothing else. You're like, hey, bro. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, shit like that. Like, if people just knew. That's why I was laughing so hard. I don't give a fuck about what anybody on this planet thinks of me, dude. <laughs> Family, friends, none of you. You can all fuck off. I'm going to do me. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to love it. You love the attention. I do like eyes on me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to fucking deny that. <laughs> but you watching me. <laughs> I don't fucking walk in a room and people ignore me, dude. <laughs> They're like, this guy. Something's wrong with this fool. So when Jake started lifting with us, oh bro, he was like, "I feel like people are looking at me like if I'm wearing this tank top." I'm like, "They're not looking at us." <laughs> I promise you. And he's like, "What?" I was like, "You were wearing a fucking crop top in your those shorts." I was like, "They're not looking at us, bro. Trust me." <laughs> and I am like, "You're like, I would say like seventy percent desensitized to it." To you. Yeah, you still get, like, some of the shit I do or some of the shit I wear. You're still like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? But I'm I've desensitized, been, but there's times where I'm I've just been like, this, this fucking shit idiot. For fucking nine years, dude, to where I'm at the point where I don't even fucking realize. I'm like, why is this fucking dude looking at me like this? Does he have a fucking problem? And then I'll, like, stop for a second, and I'm like, I'm wearing fucking Charizard socks, fucking booty shorts. And a crop top that says Rocky Mountain Middle School. I was like, okay, maybe this dude, maybe I stick out a little bit and I shouldn't get so upset at this yeah. guy. <laughs> I'm not even fucking 100% desensitized, dude. Uh, I yeah. still get upset about people sometimes and I'm like, what's this motherfucker got a problem for? Dude, the first time you wore that shit to the gym, you <laughs> strutted, you didn't give a fuck, you strutted in and I was stopping to get water. Oh, and, and those fucking, fucking five dudes, they yeah, wanted to the, Those Mexican me, dudes dude. are just staring at you, and you turn around and you're like, where the fuck were you at? I'm like, I tried telling you I was getting water, and you just kept storming through. <laughs> that shit was no, bro. My one piece of advice to all the listeners, don't give a fuck what nobody thinks about you. Have a ball. Mm-hmm. Be that guy. Be that fucking guy. Don't be that guy, but be that guy. Be that guy. Yes, always. After the debauchery we just talked about for the last like thirty minutes, and like, eh, you know, I want to get to the fork and road and make a decision here. A lot of living, <laughs> not a lot of learning. <laughs> oh, you and Nala, bro. That's why she's my dog, dude. Fuck. We're fucking two peas in a pod. I don't know if it just came naturally, if you two are meant for each other, or if she just learned everything she knows from you. Probably a combination of all of that. 
I know I'm not as mentally challenged as her. That's all I know. Your appetites are almost on point, though. Everything else about us, too. We're both attention whores. Yeah. Both get overly excited about fucking everything. About people <laughs> coming over to the yeah, house. <laughs> I was telling you when we moved into this new place, or in the new room, I was like, I'm about to have people over here every fucking night. And you're like, yeah. I was like I'm not no. fucking looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, it's not... Yeah, I'm very much like I can be away from people. <laughs> I yeah. know you don't like that. No. You like the interaction. I do until I hit that point to where I'm like, all right, nobody fucking talked to me for like a week. Yeah. I'm an extremes kind of person. And then when you come out of it, it's fucking party boy. Yeah. Yeah. And it only takes me like a week, dude. I can go like fucking three, four months of just going fucking wild and then i'm like all right i need a serious week where everybody just fucking ignores me and doesn't talk to me and then i'm right back dude it's all about balance it's a period that you have just get on the rag for a week yeah like a quarterly period yeah i feel that it's the ones that are on those birth control things it's every three months the nuvarings (laughs) i got one in my fucking skull what (laughs) I'm fucked up in my head, dude. <laughs> I go till I can't no more, and then I just fucking shut down for a week. <laughs> and then I'm back, cock-locked, ready to rock, dude. Yeah. Well, that's been a fun podcast. We're back at it. <laughs> we uh, kind of stumbled our way through that one. Yeah, we'll come back. We're good. We fell off the wagon for a bit. Yeah. We're back, though. Just like everything. We will be back. Regular releases. Season two, baby. We got uh, Kenny Rodriguez, Kenny G from episode two living here now. So, I mean, if Marcus or I aren't feeling it for a night, he can be our sub, no problem. Yeah. We'll probably get him on here a little bit regular. Oh, yeah. Semi-regular? Yeah. We still got to get Jimmy more semi-regular. Yeah. Jake wants to be back on. Yeah. I know we got more stories with Derek. Oh, yeah. I think about some the other day. I fucking miss Derek, man. Oh, me too. He quit FedEx, and I'm I'm just fucking heartbroken, man. I think that's why I'm quitting FedEx. <laughs> there's just nothing. Probably. There's nothing there. There's nothing for me, there for man. you anymore. There's nothing left. <laughs> but it's been a great podcast. Mad love for all you guys. Sorry we took such a long time, but yeah. we'll get back to it. I promise. We're back. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. We think the new set. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, this is the new setup. We're gonna be on the couch. We can back the camera up and put another chair or two here. Yeah, we can get some good guests on here. We got more room now. So. Yo, you want to be a guest? Hit me up. Uh, hit me up, Taylor. We gotta get you on here. There's some other people that I had to get on here that I haven't yet. No company. Oh well. <clears throat> Anyways, don't forget. Since she's getting a beer, get me one. Mm, two drinks in the water. Life lessons. Mad love. Have a good night, you guys. Oh, God. Let's get some pizza.